one that's clever and thinks of something witty. <laughs> no, you've given me ideas. Oh? Yeah. Such as? Uh, <laughs> you don't remember the greatest intro of all time? No. The time Gene Simmons came on? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was good. For another episode of the Battle Science Podcast, the Pokemon Go PvP Podcast, where we talk about Pokemon Go. Oops, PvP. I am one of your hosts, Steven, aka A Boy in the Woods, joined as always by Jesse, aka Rocket Admin J. Hi! We have an episode for you, like most every other week's. We have stuff for you. By the way, Niantic gave us stuff to tell you about which they've probably already told you about, but we're going to tell it to you again. Hooray! Prepare your ear holes. It's the end of May. May. It's it's it's, it's the end of... I, I'm not going to try and sing. Which one was it? Was that the Backstreet Boys? Or was yep. that? Okay. Because there's the... the it's going to be May. Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, and I get them confused, and realistically, at this point... Neither of them are incredibly relevant, and I'm sure there's fans out there that are going to hate me for saying that, but I think I'm entirely justified in being confused between the two of them. They're 20 years old. Over, well, the bands themselves are. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right? (laughs) I mean, I had a uh, buddy of mine sending me a message with a photo taken from high school graduation, and I was like, that's 10 years old, isn't it? And he was like, yeah, apparently, and I'm like, Oof, swear word. I was like, ugh, this is... Welcome to being an adult. I am an adult. At least, I mean, in age and responsibilities, but not necessarily in practice. Um, That's a whole be sad deconstructing my failure as a grown-up. But let's get excited for June, everyone. Uh, yay! Uh, If there's anything... Uh, that we can count on. It's uh more Pokemon news, uh taxes, and uh the the slow creeping passage of time. Um, we are two, the one and a less than one and a half. I don't even know how to count it. Uh, very close to June, the a new season of Pokemon Go with a, a small thing to cover. Small thing, <laughs> small thing to cover uh, from this last weekend, and then we'll jump into the new season. New move updates, etc. But before we get on to the news, a uh, quick reminder. Uh, we'll go on hiatus here at some point. I don't think... I don't know. I don't know at some point. We'll figure it out. I, I'll keep saying that until we don't go on hiatus and we just keep, go, keep going with the podcast. He's shaking his head. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to talk about it because we haven't yet. Um, I've hung out with this dude for four days in a row. Uh, don't say it like that. I've hung out with this dude four days in a row, and we haven't had the conversation as to when our hiatus will start. So we'll figure that out. What is my chair bumping into? Oh, the clothing thing. Oh, 
Well, you know what? Fine. I didn't want to rotate my chair anyway. <laughs> Before I get into the news, I do want to thank our wonderful Patreon podcast producers for the month of May. I'm on the wrong tab. Goodness gracious. I'm prepared. It's here. Uh, wonderful Triple P's, Winston the Champ, Evo Stevo, Jmar, and Dan P, a.k.a. Sorov. Thank you for being wonderful Patreon podcast producers for the month of May. Uh, if we do record another episode in June, um, before hiatus, before break, before sleepy times, before, yeah, I think I described it goofily enough. Um, if we do record another episode, there won't be any Patreon podcast producers because no one will be charged. The Patreon will still be there again. Uh, this last Battle Science After Dark podcast, which is up on Patreon, um, was posted publicly. So both patrons and anyone else are able to go to patreon.com slash battle science uh, and go listen to the Battle Science After Dark podcast. We talked about the Pokemon TCG set Paldea Evolved and its pre-release. Jesse and I went to go play that this weekend uh, along with do Mewtwo raids, which we talked, I think, briefly about. Uh, and then talked uh, very, very minorly about Tears of the Kingdom. And then I went afterwards... Um, and got to a very important part in Tears of the Kingdom um, after that podcast that I can't talk to anyone about because no one else is there uh, that I know of. So if you um, want to talk about things in the Tears of the Kingdom, um, uh, at me, um, and we'll we'll talk because I have... At in his DMs. I don't want to see that. I have feelings, yep. Uh, just at the Battle Science account, but don't like say anything. Just say, hey, I want to talk Tears of the Kingdom, and then we'll figure out somewhere else to talk about I just about won't be on Twitter can, for a while. Because he can see, Jesse can see, both of us have access to the Battle Science Twitter, so at Battle underscore Science. So if you DM the Battle Science account, both of us see it. See or you it. could jump so in like, the Discord. Or you could jump in the Discord and at me there. Discord's available to everyone open links should be active on the descriptions of all of the podcasts <laughs> wherever you're Start putting to little master sword icons next to the links <laughs> next to the hyperlinks bless you parker <laughs> is that what little, that was i don't know it was a little kick a little hind kick <laughs> it's like a horse when you're running around hyrule and you just walk up to a horse and it's like i don't want you on me back kick like ow why would you hurt me um yes i have feelings after uh, last <laughs> night so um somebody well i need to talk to somebody um thank you to our wonderful patreon podcast producers i think that's everything youtube hiatus at some point we'll talk more about that later uh at some point so um, we're around we're not going to stop playing the game per se um it you can't cold turkey i don't think either of us can told cold turkey stop playing this game um and these updates are actually kind of interesting and the next season is actually kind of cool well we'll talk about that but the the podcast will stop for an undisclosed and undetermined amount of time so um we'll probably be back i know there are some people that are like it's gonna end and i'm like i don't really want it to but like we've tread the same ground and we haven't changed a lot so maybe if we do come back we like modify some some stuff and things so we're it's a little we've bit different, also a little just fresh. got stuff going on in personal lives that we need to deal with i gotta move so and my landlady's not here right now so like i can openly talk that like 
I might have a place lined up for the end of the end of June, July, but we'll have to wait and see. So I think I have to pack anyway. Yay. If you need boxes, let me know. I have. Well, yes, actually, I would probably need boxes. Metal boxes. Oh, no, you're getting the big ones. Big, big boxes. If you have small stuff, too, because I have a lot of books and books can't be in a big box. Why? You have too many books in a box. The box cannot contain the books. It's heavy. I'll challenge you on that. Don't do that. We have big, strong boxes at work. Big boxes. Metal boxes. That's a Warhammer reference. The tanks are big boxes. Do you want this? It's not showing what is. Shuckle. No. No, a zero attack shuckle does me nothing. But what does me something is Shadow Mewtwo. That would have been a good part to put the original game audio version of Mewtwo's voiceover. Giddy up now. This is the news round. I, I don't know what that is, but I was playing the bumper, so thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Th- thanks, bud. Um, Yay. Uh, Shadow Mewtwo debuted this last weekend during the Rising Shadows event. You know, a rocket takeover where you can't elite or you can't TM frustration off. Because reasons. Because uh, they just, I don't, they maybe didn't want to or something. They just didn't want to give us nice things. I don't maybe know. Maybe they're I mean, just trying to control it until they want, like, could it be for competitive reasons? It is Master League currently. And just throwing that in there. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad idea. I mean, and we'll get into, there's like a Team Rock, Team Go Rocket takeover event here at the end of June anyway. So, like. We're not far off, but yeah. Can you face the Shadows, trainer? Shadows are rising. Team Go Rocket has grown audacious. They've discovered how to leave Shadow Pokemon to defend gyms. These new Shadow Raids are unlike any challenge trainers have yet faced in Pokemon Go. What's more, Shadow Mewtwo will return in Pokemon Go in Shadow Raids. Also, for the first time in Pokemon Go, you'll be able to encounter shiny Shadow Mewtwo if you're Um, lucky. Wait. I think we already went over this. Did we already talk about this? Yeah. I don't think we did. Maybe we did. I don't know. But Shadow Mewtwo came out, so that was cool. Um, they did a Twitter campaign, which I think was the first time they've ever done a Twitter campaign. That's not true. Is it? No. Nope. Okay. They did it for well, for giving out items. Yeah, which all of the other like all of the other mobile games will do that, just so they get more visibility on social media. Right. Um, but the, although uh, they did it with codes rather than yeah just blanket giving them out as a gift which yeah. they should have done that's how all of the rest of them do they'll just drop in a gift that you can like claim i mean they already they already do that with all the sponsored balloons like the national parks yeah. one okay Th- did they give them stickers and a pure purified gem no. no well they should have just done it as a go to the shop it's a free box claim it yeah rather than having to enter in a code which is considerably more time consuming yeah I mean, I don't know. Make it easier on us. I, I don't see how that could be that hard for them. Right. But whatever. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's me just complaining. Um, uh, I would say the weekend's event was cool. Doing a bunch of rockets, catching some of the Pokemon. I got my, apparently I got my first shiny coughing. 
which I thought I already had a shiny coughing, but I have now have one shiny coughing. And then Shadow Shiny Mewtwo, no hundo. Our buddy Lazy Warp did get a hundo, but he couldn't catch it. Yeah, so that's the instance it. where I led with the warning before we started. If you have the Master Ball, save it for that. Because mm-hmm. it's literally his, the Mewtwo Ball. He didn't have his Master Ball yet, so he couldn't use it. Can we get Fs in chat for Lazy Warp? Yeah, uh, I mean, if anyone's in chat. There are some people in chat, but... Yeah, it was... Uh, I might have gotten more excited than I needed to for him and <laughs> kind of built him up a little bit. But it's like, it's the perfect Shadow Mewtwo. It's like, oh man, that sucked. Yeah. the Somebody was running the numbers and realistically even a 666... 6 IV across the board, Shadow Mewtwo is still more powerful than literally anything else yeah. in the game. So, like, it doesn't matter a ton unless you're, like, mirror match mirror matchup in Master, Master League. League or something. Yeah. But realistically, if you're looking at, like, a raid attack, You just want the 15 attack so you can have the... If you get caught in the mirror, it's still a coin toss for the priority. Yeah. So... Realistically, if you got one done, then awesome. Yep. Um, I So we, you had the two days over the weekend to do them. I was under the influence originally that it was only going to be on Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. local to 8 p.m. local. But for some reason, I thought 5 p.m. originally. Mm-hmm. Um, the That wasn't true because we woke up Sunday morning and I saw three on my nearby at like seven thirty in the morning and i was like okay hmm sure but like i said we were out in redmond on saturday and we were doing the tcg pre-release for paldea evolved we finished up about 2 p.m i want to say sounds about right we saw one on the nearby and rushed over to go do it not knowing what was going on in the redmond group we pulled up as the first group of people were doing it and finishing and then unfortunately weren't able to get enough people to do another one. So Steven and I headed back to uncle's because you wanted to pick up a card box and was there something else? I had to buy a pack because their ah. card reader required, I think $5 minimum. Okay. Um, and the card box was like a dollar and a half. But then the nearest gym to the mall over at the local restaurant had one going and there were people looking for more. So I grabbed this phone and ran over. And I don't know about the rest of you if you experienced any issues during the weekend. But we got the the bug where Mewtwo would just stop attacking and nothing would happen. You couldn't back out of the lobby. You couldn't. You could back out of the lobby. Right, but by the time we had done it, it was expired. Oh, right. You can't back out of the raid and let it instance again. So it, it runs out of time. or The timer runs out, but the raid continues. You can attack. You're the only one that can damage the health bar of Mewtwo, which can bring it all the way down to zero. Or I guess it's one HP or something because yeah. it like, doesn't complete. And then the timer still goes to zero and it'll stay at zero. It'll stay at zero. It will continue afterwards. Yeah. And then it just won't complete. So you have to back out or the apple crash or something. Um, so we also encountered that problem on Sunday 
And I think the resolution that we had found was everyone needed to back out of the lobby and then the raid timer for the boss needed to expire and reset was what you figured out, right? Yes. So you the it needs to be just a new raid instance. It can be on the same raid um, so that you don't waste the pass, but that instance has to complete before you jump back in and try it again. Because yeah, we had two instances on Sunday that happened, and we couldn't really figure out what triggered it, but it was just one of those things that's like, okay, well, we can't, you know, we can't do this, so... One of them we just passed on because we were short on time. Um, but I counted my Mewtwo's. We did 11 raids. We did five here in the valley first. And I was blown away because we actually had 25 accounts for like the first five raids. Or the first four raids. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, I didn't expect more than seven people to show up. So that... It was nice to see the ability to have multiple lobbies going again. But um, we did the five here in town. Uh, met some new trainers from the area. And then we proceeded to head out to Issaquah. And it was not as well put together, I would say, there. Mm -hmm. um, we did three raids out there. I think you passed on one of them, didn't you, in Issaquah? Because it was the library, the skate park, and then the Salmon Bridge. I think you passed on the Salmon Bridge. I don't remember. That was the one where I, I had passed like the on two. Yeah, I passed on two raids. Okay. So you did two more raids than I did. And then we bugged out of another one. And then we came back to the valley and I think did two more with some more locals. Um, I The numbers were pretty close to what we were projecting with eight-ish people needed with gems. I had seen reports of people beating it with six, but these are also people that have really good stuff. Um, I think overall... None of my Mewtwo were good. I didn't get any shiny, and I didn't get any good ones. The benefit was we saw a lot of the community, and that made me excited. Mm -hmm. made me realize there's still people that play in our area. Um, the one thing I would say is I feel bad for people that don't have not what would be the right word. I'm not boat floating my own ego i guess would be the right word mm -hmm. phrase but it's unfortunate for people that don't have those that go out and organize these type of events for others yeah their people's community isn't there i mean i don't want to say it's not hard if you had a community before the community should theoretically still be there also, Shadow Mewtwo is a big deal. So it, it hopefully brought some people out of quote-unquote retirement. Yeah, that's so, a good way to put it, yeah. Uh, it's a big it's a big deal. The uh, When it will return, I don't know, because it was a while since it was in Giovanni's 
party as a catch in as the rocket leader. This here sounds like it's going to rotate through a couple of other Pokemon before we might return. Or we could see another rocket takeover where it comes back. I don't know how often they would want it to come back. So Right. But I imagine it, you know, every time it comes through, it's going to generate interest. So, And then we have the Mega at some point. So, yeah. yeah so stay tuned for that. <laughs> yep. Ready to move on? Yep. Cool. All right. Next season. We'll go into the next season. Did they Did they have a full post for the next season? I think so, but I think I forgot to grab it. Yeah, I don't have it. So we'll talk about this weekend's before we talk about the next season. Next season is called Hidden Gems. All's golden in the upcoming Search for Gold Research Day event. Give me one moment. I'm actually going to click my split button so we have a new timestamp. Searching for Gold Research Day, Saturday, June 3rd from 2 to 5 p.m. local time. Featured Pokemon, Caterpie, Magikarp, Nosepass, Sableye, Barboach. These are event-themed field research tasks. and will be available when you spin photo disks at Pokestops. Complete them to encounter the featured Pokemon. Event bonuses. Pokestops may turn gold without a Golden Lure. Roaming Form Gimme Ghoul won't appear at Golden Pokestops if a Golden Lure module wasn't used. But treasure hunting trainers may still find Gimme Ghoul coins when they spin the Pokestop. That also means you'll be getting uh, increased items from spinning the stops. So you will have to manage your bag a bit more. Wild Encounters. You will get Weedle, Bellsprout, Poochiana, Buizel, Timple, Shelmet, and Stuffle. Some trainers might al also encounter Lickitung and Azumarill. The fun fact here is that all of these shinies are gold. The only one you can't get is Azumarill because it's a third tier. The Of all of the times to not unlock its shiny on an event where everything's shinies are gold, why would you not unlock the shiny for Azumarill? But Meryl's not there, is it? No. Probably because they're going to be having him one of the next events, and it's probably going to be something throughout the season. I guess so, but it's still... An odd, I don't know, it's weird. I sent you the infographic that Pokemon Go put out. Cool. The So all of the shinies are gold, by the way, if you didn't already know, if I didn't already say. I like gold. The, let me see. There's a lot of really good performers here. I think Caterpie's probably the worst, <laughs> to be honest. Oof. Weasel. Mm. Shelmet evolves into... Escav. No. Or no, that's... Uh, uh, Excelgore. Yes, so... Not good. Not as good PvP-wise, but all the rest of them all have performed fairly well. And Temple will perform better at some point. Does Temple... Does... um, What's it called? Seismitoad? Seismitoad. Does it have Mud Bomb? Nope. Doesn't have Mud Shot either. It's Mud Slap. It's a bummer. Someday. Someday. Yeah, these all perform fairly well in uh, Pokemon Go PTP. Time to research for a dollar. You will get a field. Time to research will challenge you to complete field research tasks to encounter more of the featured Pokemon of your choice. Caterpie, Magikarp, Nose, Pass, Sableye, Barboach. Neat. Not required. It's a dollar and it is timed, so you have to complete it. You will start. The process at two, and you will have to complete it by five. 
Three so hours for one dollar research. Yes. For an undisclosed amount of encounters with either Caterpie, Magikarp, Nosepass, Sableye, and Barboach. So it is a shiny event. It's an interesting interesting concept. So Yes. We are seeing some Pokemon here that have are getting move updates. So Yes, we'll talk about that here in a minute. I think that's about it. Any other feedback here? I think if you were going to go out and do something this weekend, this would be a fun one to tie to an actual location. Mm -hmm. So for like us here, there are gold mines nearby. Mm -hmm. I think that would be something to go out and fun to explore. But I also know that out there is probably really bad cell service. Bad cell service, and I can't imagine there's a whole lot of Pokestops, so maybe not the best idea. Not for that, no, but... I think if you can, go to a national park, go to a state park, go somewhere you haven't been before. And I mean, obviously, state parks are going to have a good amount of stops, but don't go like deep in the backwoods. Go to somewhere if you have a central park, something like that. Granted, if weather permitting. Mm -hmm. It's not something you have to be hyperactive for. You don't have to be running around doing a but ton of you know grinding but it's also don't go to your strip mall or your uh go somewhere nice mm -hmm. you know if it's weather permitting yeah use it as an opportunity to go out to an area that you haven't played before uh recommendations if you are here in washington uh the bellevue botanical gardens marymore marymore is another one um, Lake Wilderness in Maple Valley is a really good example of a park that has a bunch of stops and some nice uh, trails and hills. Uh, if you're more on the west side, Discovery Park in Seattle is a really great place. Um, I don't know if I've played Pokemon Go there. It's, it's a really a nice park. It's been a while since I've been there. So There's also, um, if you're down south, go maybe check out the Point Defiance. I mean, the, the theme this year, this next season will be the beachfront. So go check out some of your beaches. Go to an aquarium and check out some crabs. <laughs> go go hold those. Next uh, Tuesday, go check out some crabs. <laughs> Crawfish yeah, I boil. Think, I think this is a good opportunity to go out and have some fun exploring. Scare your core fish. Go to a crawfish boil. <laughs> <laughs> core fish. Uh, right. Dive into Water Festival Beach Week. Or do it then. <laughs> well, that's why I was joking around. Next Tuesday is going to be Beach Week, so. Trainers, the oceans of fun await in Water Festival Beach Week. Hold up, hold up, hold up. There's what, four oceans? Is there five oceans? No, hold up. How many oceans are there? Is there two oceans? Atlantic and Pacific. Atlantic Pacific. This one says that there's three. There's Atlantic Pacific and Fun Ocean. I mean, there's also the Indian Ocean, but I don't know if you count that as an ocean. I have no idea. It's all one ocean because they're connected. <laughs> we just exist the as a landmass. The earth is round. <laughs> I'll die on that hill. Enjoy a week featuring Pokemon you'd find by Sunny Shores, Pokemon debuts, a global challenge, a special timed research ticket, and more. Oh, by the way, more timed research tickets. Buy them. Spend your money. Give it to Niantic. Oof. 
I say that in jest. You you do have to recognize that. Tuesday, June 6th to Monday, June 12th. So a little less than a week. From 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. local time. Pokemon debuts. Sandy Gast, the Sand Heap Pokemon, and Palosand, the Sand Castle Pokemon, will make their Pokemon Go debut. It is Ground Ghost. It has a really cool shiny, but we won't see that yet. I don't think... Do we know anything about moves? Not yet. Fun. I know what's funny is whenever when they first introduced in Alola these two Pokemon, mm-hmm. especially, especially Palosand, mm-hmm. it reminded me of those really crappy 90s or early 2000s commercials with like the Play-Doh sand. <laughs> <laughs> Magnetic sand? Whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandy Gast's evolution will only be 50 candy. Or, uh, yeah, Palosand will only require 50 Sandy Gast candy. Global Challenge will take place throughout the event. Work with trainers around the world to throw 300 million nice throws to unlock bonuses for all trainers to enjoy for the remainder of the event. I imagine we'll complete that probably within the first day or so. Global Challenge bonus. Increased candy for nice, great, and excellent throws. Increased chance for trainers level 31 and up to receive XL candy for successfully catching Pokemon with nice, great, and excellent throws. Not the first time we've seen this bonus, but it is nice. Haha, <laughs> nice throws. Haha. <laughs> Wild Encounters. The following Pokemon will appear more frequently in the wild. Also, for the first time in Pokemon Go, you'll be able to encounter Shiny Clauncher if you're lucky. It's red and cool. Tentacool, Shelter, Krabby, Alolan Executor, Horsey, Staryu, Meryl, Wingle, Whalmer, Sfeel, Finneon, Dwebble, Frillish, and Clauncher. Some trainers might even encounter the following Mantine and Poplio. Because Poplio, Poplio hasn't been around before. <laughs> and it doesn't have its community move or it's shiny. I don't know if I've noticed it's shiny before. I'd say there's a good amount of uh, relevant PV Pokemon here. Oh boy. Uh, Jesse's favorite tentacle. I mean, now that it's got Scald, it's not bad. Again, more move updates. We'll talk about that later. Um, more relevant stuff here. Some good, yeah, Merrill's here. There's your shiny for Azumarill. Non weather boosted, hopefully. True. True. It's very water, so cloudy weather and rain. Rain. Fingers crossed. Pelipper still very relevant, so grab those wingles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's. I mean, a lot of stuff here. I'd, I'd love to see Kingdra be better, but you know, I'd say grab one just an off chance community gets announced at some point. Mm-hmm. Didn't we have it? Didn't we have a community day for Horsey? Yeah. No. I thought we had something. It was like a go battle day. Was it a nest that you and I were running around at? We at found point? a nest, yeah. Okay. Because there was a place Torg. out in... Hmm? It was Torg. What? I remember running around catching horsey at a park in Redmond. Up the hill there? from the the college. Bellevue College. Oh, that's... Uh, was that a spotlight or was that a nest? It might have been either or at this point. I don't remember. That it was, was a nest. I remember looking it up. a long time ago. A long time. That was pre-COVID. Mm. Oh, by the way, female frillish. This is not, it's not showing male frillish, and they do distinguish between the two, so keep that in mind. Field research task encounters. Oh, Lapras wearing a scarf returns. Yep. Frillish, bon- uh, Binnacle, Clauncher, and Sandy Gast. So wait, Sandy Gast is only in field research tasks? It's not in the wild? Correct. Why? Because um, research. 
Complete certain field research tasks or earn mega energy for the following Pokemon. Blastoise and Swampert. Neat. Spotlight Hour to celebrate Water Festival Beach Week. An event-themed Spotlight Hour will run on Tuesday, June 6th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Featuring the following Pokemon. Spotlight Hour will also include a 3x6 XP bonus for catching Pokemon. Krabby, Kabuto, Corfish, Clauncher, and Crabrawler. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny one. You said you're busy? For that Spotlight Hour? Mm-hmm. I'm... Well, not for Spotlight Hour. Okay. Do you want to meet up and do that one? I would probably say Issaquah because I'll be there already. That works for me. Event bonus for the Water Festival. Four times Rainy Lure Duration. Which makes it, what, two hours? Yep. Neat. Time to research. For five U.S. dollars, or the equivalent pricing in your local currency, you'll be able to access event-themed time to research, complete the research task to earn a server pose for your avatar, and encounters with event-themed Pokemon. Please note time to research expires. Time to research tasks and their rewards will disappear on Monday, June 12th at 8 p.m. local time. Trainers will be able to purchase the and gift tickets to any of their Pokemon Go friends that have achieved a friendship level of great friends or higher. Please note that purchases, including those made for other trainers, are non-refundable, subject to applicable law and exceptions set forth in the terms of service. Tickets cannot be purchased with Pokecoins. will be available in the in-game shop from Tuesday, June 6th at 10 a.m. to Sunday, June 11th at 8 p.m. local time, so not the full... Event duration. You will not be able to pick it up on Monday. Raids. One-star raids. Alolan Diglett, Hisuian Quillfish, Caravana, Feebas, and Sandy Gast. Three-star raids. Blastoise Gyarados, Lapras Wearing a Scarf, and Alomomola. Five-star raids, raids in Asia-Pacific region. Uxie. Five-star raids in Europe, Middle East, and Af- Europe, the Middle East, Africa, and India. Mesprit. Five-star raids in the Americas and Greenland. Azelf. And in Mega Raids, Mega Swampert. Welcome back, big chonky boy. New avatar items. Following avatar items will be available for purchase in the in-game shops during the event and will continue to be available after the event ends. The Sandy Gast hat, the Diver outfit, and the Diver goggles. Big, big goggles. It's not a mono eye. Those are two different eyes for your goggles, which is neat, I guess. <laughs> Weird detail for me to... Uh, hyper fixate on but you know it's a good event I think with some relevant Pokemon uh, a couple of those are extra stardust per catch ooh right Shelter definitely it's interesting that Clamperl isn't here I think they just know everyone hates it <laughs> Clamperl I mean but we haven't had it featured in a while no it's not even a normal common spawn but I think that's one of those ones that comes off rainy lures more so than you think mm, okay it's kind of like the Cherub, not Cherum, but Cherub or whatever it is. Cheruby. Cheruby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's a baby, but it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any other details here? Uh, I'd say grab Sandy Guest. It's a good bulky ground ghost. Mm-hmm. It's potentially has better moves than um, Golurk will, but that's to be seen. And plus, it's it's a sand castle. That'd be a fun one to take AR pictures if that's your bag. Ooh, yes. I want to look up uh, the move pool on Pile of Sand. Yep. I want to say it's a special attacker, so it's got more of your 
like Shadow Ball. Um, Gen 9 decks. And what that is a sick and... shiny, though. Yes, it goes from um, Rock Sand to Black Sand. Like a metallic sand. Let's see. In Scarlet and Violet. Wait, is it in Scarlet and Violet? I feel like it is. Huh. Apparently it is. I do not remember that. Goodness gracious. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Bulldoze. Shadow Ball. Earth Power. Uh, via TM. Mud Slap. Mud Shot. Okay. So it does get it. Mm -hmm. uh, Rock Tomb. Mm, body Slam. Body slammed by sand. Uh, flash cannon. Oof. Mm, energy ball. Earth power. Sludge bomb. Earthquake. Stone edge. Hyper beam. Lol. Uh, Give it hyper beam, Niantic. Ancient power <laughs> via egg move. And that's it. Okay. It is... Special defense oriented, isn't it? Special defense at 110. Special attack at 100. Uh, HP at 85. Special defense and attack are tied at 75 and a 35 speed. Yep. So that is... It's good because speed doesn't mean anything in Pokemon Go. Yep. That is a interesting balance between... It is almost tied entirely between its attack and defense, so overall performance is going to be probably pretty neutral within the um, PvP, Pokemon Go PvP performance, so, yeah, you know, mileage may vary. We'll see what moves it, give, it gets in the... See what moves it gets in the near Go. future. Yeah, we'll probably see that information data mined shortly. Yeah. So, we'll move on. Go Battle League Hidden Gems update. We'll talk here before we move on over to the general updates of the Hidden Gems season. Go Battle League Hidden Gems is almost here. It starts Thursday, June 1st at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, PDT following will occur at the beginning of the season end of season rewards will be available on the battle screen your go battle league rank will be reset rank up requirements will remain the same as the prior season hidden gem schedule will start with great league and summer cup great league edition great league summer cup ultra league edition the next week ultra league will start midway through june with element cup little edition June will end with Ultra League and Single Type Cup Great League Edition. Have we had that kind of format before? I'm not sure. Probably not the single type. That sounds interesting. I feel like Dragonair would be very good there. <laughs> Although if we get the Community Day, we think at that point, um, Haxorus is probably going to be the best performing there. For Monotype? Uh... Yeah. Just because it's move got a very I mean, surfetch is pretty crazy is it mono 
Yeah, mono fighting. Yep, interesting. There are some monotypes that just have enough diversity that it makes them really powerful. Like Snorlax is great. Melmetal is great. Mm, true. June 29th through July 6th, Master League premiere and single type cup Great League edition will continue. How's it going, Battle Ram? July 6th through July 13th, Master League will continue, or Master League, non-Master League premiere. Oh, that's interesting. I thought they said they weren't going to bring Premier back. <laughs> this fascinates me. Master League and Retro Cup Great League Edition. July 13th through July 20th, Great League and Great League Remix. July 20th through July 27th, Great League and Fossil Cup Great League Edition. Fossil Cup Great League Edition will continue the next week with Ultra League. I don't know why this one's color is different than the rest, but it is odd it's not purple on its little weird ultra league will continue for its second week with jungle cup little edition we've had i believe we've had jungle cup little cup before what's the date for august august third through august 10th is that the that's not worlds is it it uh, might be right around there august 10th through 17th great league ultra league and master league August 17th through 24th is Master League and Fantasy Cup Ultra League Edition. And August 21st, 4th through September 1st, Master League and Catch Cup Hidden Gems Edition. Go Hidden Gems Go Battle Events. Saturday, Saturday, July 1st to Sunday, July 2nd is the Go Battle Weekend Clay. Four times Stardust from Win Rewards. Three times Stardust bonus from Master Lee. Oh, blah, blah, blah. That's in the parentheses. Uh, the maximum number of sets you can play per day has, will be increased from 5 to 20 for a total of 100 battles per day. Free battle-themed timed research will be available. Rewards will include the clay-style hat. Paid battle-themed paid battle -themed re timed research awarding Stardust will be available for $1. Important, please note that time research expires. To receive the rewards, the tasks associated with this time research must be completed by completed and the rewards claimed before Sunday, June 2nd at 11.59 p.m. local time. Um, similar to this last season's dollar stardust. Active leagues during that weekend, Master League Premier and Single Type Cup Great League Edition. Pokemon Go World Championships event, Friday, August 11th to Tuesday, August 15th. Yes, it is that weekend, Jesse. You called it. Celebrate the World Championship Finals with a battle-focused event. Stay tuned for more details as we get closer to the event. Active Leagues, Great, Ultra, and Master with three times Stardust from Win Rewards. This does not include end-of-set rewards. Go Battle League Hidden Gem Rewards. They've shifted some of the things around. At rank 1, you'll get Excadrill. At rank 6, you'll get Squovit. At 2,000 ELO, you will get Axew. At 2,500 ELO, you will get Gibble. At tw uh, 2,750, you will get Gumi. And at 3,000, you will get Pikachu Libre, because of course you will. <laughs> they said it would change, and it never has. And I've said it every single season since promise you standard encounters i'm not going to read through all of these because there's a lot by the way at 16 plus you'll get wooloo 
Because I don't know if it shows up in um, raids or in the wild or anything. So, you know, this might be the only way you get Wulu. Outside of the freak random spawns. <laughs> yeah. I Again, I don't even know if it's within the freak random spawns. So... Go Battle League, Timed Research Pass. For our most dedicated battlers, a pass to access battle-themed Timed Research will be available in the in-game shop at no cost once Go Battle League Hidden Gems begins. This Timed Research will keep track of your victories throughout the season. Each research page will require 100 wins to complete, and doing so will reward you with a small amount of Stardust and items such as an Elite Fast TM at 400 wins and an Elite Charge TM at 500 wins. Keep at it throughout the season to see how far you can get. The Timed Research can be claimed between... Thursday, June 1st, and Thursday, June 15th at 1 p.m. PDT. Interesting that they only give you two weeks to claim it, but it is free. So it's similar to previous seasons where you just get Stardust for each win, but in this case, you also get the Elite Fast TM and the Elite Charge TMs. Mm. Avatar items and other rewards. At Ace Rank, you'll receive a clay-style hat and clay-style shoes. These aren't clay as in the material. These are clay as in the champion from, I believe, the Kalos region, as Jesse informed me. I never played X and Y, and I don't, I don't know if I'll ever go back champion. to it. I think they're a member of the Elite Four. Are they a member of the Elite Four? I, well, you know what? Oh, nope, the gym leader of Driftvale Gym in the okay. Unova region, from Black and White. So we were all incorrect on every point. That's how much we pay attention. That to is. That's some great accuracy. We Yeehaw. were. We I don't even know if we hit the ball onto the green, but we certainly hit the <laughs> ball tried. off the tee, and it went somewhere. Uh, Ace rank, you'll receive a clay-style hat and clay-style shoes. Neat. At veteran rank, you'll receive clay-style pants, because these aren't all one piece. These are multiple pieces. This is fascinating. Sir? At expert... Oh, interrupt me to do this. At expert rank, you'll receive a clay-style shirt. Uh, it's more like a... a suit and tie thing but you know to each their own and then at legend rank you'll receive the clay style pose which is him looking at his watch because he's impatient apparently I, I don't actually what know time that. is it it's go time it's, uh hidden gem time it's it's time i don't know don't say it i'm waiting for you to nope, say it I'm don't not say it. it nope not gonna say it not gonna say it it's it's time oh sorry i was about to do the the opening for the Kraken and say it's time oh. to release the Kraken. Sorry, um, guidance hockey, cups, great league, ultra league, master league, master league premier, no CP limit, legendary Pokemon, mythical Pokemon, and ultra beasts are not eligible. Okay, so the the classic is not here. That is what they removed. Master league classic is not here. So level fifty are all eligible. Premier just says uh, no Legends, Mythics, and Ultra Beasts, which is nice. Summer Cup, Great League Edition, normal fire, water, grass, electric, and bug-type Pokemon. I feel like we've had this meta before, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, I could be speaking out of my butt because <laughs> I don't pay attention to these. Who would have guessed? Oh, by the way, I'm going to complete this season with zero GBL battles. Completed. Zero GBL completed this season. That is a record for me. Actually, I don't think it's a record. I think I did the same thing last season. Summer Cup Ultra League Edition. The same format. Normal, fire, water, grass, electric, and bug type. But 2,500 CP. 
Element Cup, Fire, Water, and Grass type Pokemon eligible, but it's Little Cup, so 500 CP and below. Single Type Cup, Great League Edition, only Pokemon under 1500 CP with only one type eligible. For example, Wobbuffet, who is only a Psychic type Pokemon, is eligible. However, Swampert, being a Water and Ground type Pokemon, is not permitted. Thank you for the explanation, actually. The following Pokemon will not be allowed. Cresselia and Defense Form Deoxys. I wonder <laughs> why. Huh. Hmm. It's not like Deoxys had, like, fantastic coverage and huge <laughs> bulk. So that is kind of appreciated. What was the one I was... Dragons? Dragons are probably going to be pretty solid. Maybe, probably. Haxorus is probably going to be gross. Sorry, not sorry. Retro Cup. Dark Steel and Fairy type are not eligible, so... the. Uh, only the types that were eligible, the o- only the types that were around in the original release of Gen 1 are available in Retro Cup. Yep. Fossil Cup. Water, Rock, and Steel-type Pokemon are eligible. Great League. Great League Remix. 20 Pokemon that are most used by trainers ace rank and above in Great League will not be eligible in Great League Remix. The following will not be eligible. Venusaur, Alolan Ninetales, Noctowl, Lantern, Azumarill, Umbreon, Skarmory. Swampert, Pelipper, Sableye, Metacham, Altaria, Walrein, Registeel, Defense Form, Deoxys. Tremonin's not banned? Oh, no, there it is. Ha, ha, ha. I laugh. <laughs> uh, Bastiodon, Frostlass, Galarian, Stunfisk, Trevenant, and Obstagoon. This is like the play Pokemon PvP format in a list of 20. So they're all banned. Have fun. Uh, most of these didn't get a move update, so... no. Try some new stuff out. I double dog dare you, which means you have to do it. If you hear me say I double dog dare you to use new stuff, you got to do it. I double dog dared you. Fantasy Cup Ultra League Edition. Dragon Steel and Fairy type Pokemon are eligible. Galarian Stunfisk and Cobalion are both banned. I believe we've had Fantasy Cup. I am more certain we've had Fantasy Cup before than I am certain that we've had Summer Cup before. So, know that. Catch Cup Hidden Gems Edition at or below 1500 CP. Only Pokemon that have been caught during the season. Hidden Gems are eligible. Mythical Pokemon are not eligible. Take that, Mythical Pokemon. New Attacks! I don't know if that came through on the, the mic, but it's New Attacks, guys. We got a move update. Don't quite tell a, anyone. Quite a unique one, too, with what we've been waiting for for the longest time, honestly. Just something to stir the pot of what this meta has been for Great League specifically. Yes. We got two new moves. We got Liquidation as a charged attack, and we got Leafage as a fast attack. I thought these were already in the game, but I am incorrect. So, Trainer Battles. 70 power, or this is for liquidation, 70 power and a chance to lower the opposing defense by one stage. So it's a chance. It's not guaranteed. So it's a crunch clone. Yes. Uh, I mean, maybe. I don't know what crunch's damage is, but uh, if you're saying it's a crunch clone, I'm going to believe you. So um, just don't tell me that the earth is flat because then I'm not going to believe you. Uh, and all of the things you tell me as fact will then come into question. Leafage is the fast attack. It is a six power in trainer battles and a nine power in gyms and raids. Uh, how much energy it gives you, I have no idea. And we'll just kind of have to figure it out. So, you know. Bummer. Attack changes. Icicle Spear, which is only on Walrein. I can look it up. I believe it's only on Walrein. 
we could be wrong. Icicle Spear goes from 60 power to 65 power, which I want to say is what its power was before it got nerfed, like two seasons ago. Poison Fang is up from 40 power to 45 power, which again, I believe is the same damage it had before, but is now back, I guess, interestingly enough. Rollout, again, I could be incorrect. It could have been a, a, I think it might have been an energy. Was it an energy nerf on Poison Fang? Originally, it was, uh, and yeah, I think the energy went up, Huh. the cost for it. But now it's more damage. Uh, unless I'm incorrect, but I I don't know because that could have been last season. It could have been the season before. Rollout is now going up from four power to five power, which is nice. Mud bomb goes from a fifty-five power to a sixty power. That is a buff. So correct. Walrein is the only one that has icicle spear at the moment. I wondered. And seed bomb goes from a fifty-five power to a sixty power. So it gets more. Uh, it gets more damage. But its energy cost also increases, which means it'll take a little bit longer to get to. The primary thing that this Seed Bomb manages is Trevenant. It now becomes a little slower. Doesn't mean it becomes a Walrein's like, come on, buddy, come sit on the bench with me. I, You know what? I think they're both going to still be used. I think, they'll, well, I think we'll see both this next weekend in Milwaukee. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm dumb. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> attack availability updates. Alolan Sandslash can now learn the charged attack drill run, which is cool. Clefable will now be able to learn the fast attack fairy wind. Actually, this is by, uh, June 1st at like 10 or 1. At, at some point there is when these move updates will go live. So hold your horses. Don't use all your TMs yet. It hasn't gone live yet. As of this recording. As of the recording itself. Clefable will be able to learn the fast attack fairy wind. Neat. More meteor mashes. My favorite. Wigglytuff <laughs> will now be able to learn the charge attack disarming voice. Cool. You're actually able to get to a charge move for twice in your life. <laughs> Thumbs up, Wigglytuff. I I mean, uh, I'm not wrong. Golduck will now be able to learn the charge attack liquidation. Neat. Yep. Yep. Dugong. I bet you haven't heard that Pokemon's name in a while. We'll now be able to learn the charge attack drill run. And also be able to learn the charge attack liquidation. Oh, by the way, it can also learn Icy Wind. That's a legacy move, but you probably have some elite charge DMs gathering dust in your inventory. Options. It now has options. Mm -hmm. Did you catch any Houndor for me during that hour? Yes, and I traded them. Oh, okay. You caught yourself some and traded them to me. I did that too. Okay. Well then. Neat. Cloister will now be able to learn the charge attack liquidation. This seems to be a pattern, doesn't it? Yep. Vaporeon. Can you guess it? Does it begin with liquid and then ends with nation? Uh, it doesn't end with nation. It ends with Asian, but you know, you're 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 there. Uh, Togetic, does this follow the pattern? No. No, it doesn't. I wish it did. Togetic learning liquidation, that would be... <laughs> funny. 
Um, we'll learn the fast attack fairy wind in a moment. I called at some point somewhere. I think you and I were hanging out catching Fennekin, and I said, "Why doesn't?" Or it was just before catching Fennekin, and I said, "Why doesn't Togetic learn fairy wind? It should learn fairy wind. Why isn't it more relevant?" And you said, "I don't know. It isn't because it isn't, or something to that effect." And I was like, that's a bummer. Maybe it should be relevant. Oh, by the way, it'll learn fairy wind now. So, yay! I'm not saying I was right, but... I don't know. I'm not saying this is going to be relevant either. I'm just saying it's better. Quagsire. Quagsire? Quagsire. Yes, uh, words. We'll now be able to learn the charge attack mud bomb, which makes it great! Because it wasn't... I mean, Swampert was still... This one was better, but now this is a better ground. This is a better ground mud boy than... Sw- it's a better mud boy, period. It's a better mud boy, period, but it's also a ground mud boy and not a water mud boy like Swampert is. Okay. Chat, if you're here listening to this, mm-hmm. what determines a mud boy? Just it's water, water ground? It's water ground. That's it? It's water ground. I'm just saying it performs better as a ground mud boy. Than a water mud then, boy? Then Swampert does, because Swampert only has Mudshot. Is it Mudshot? Water gun? No, because it, it has the fast attack, and it has Earthquake. So it doesn't have that same spam. Whereas Quagsire now has Mud Bomb, <laughs> Hydro which is Cannon better. disagrees. Well, Hydro, sure, Hydro <laughs> Cannon's damage is great, but it's a water move. If you're looking for a ground move, it only has Earthquake. Now, Quagsire has Mud Bomb, which is a better ground move. It has better spam. It is now a ground mud boy. And a good ground mud boy. Whereas Swampert is a mud boy and a good water mud boy. <laughs> My head hurts. <sighs> Should we change it to mud they? Oh my gosh. Did I break him? I mean, just respectfully. I'm not going to call my female Swampert a mud boy. It should be mud they. I don't know. If I broke your brains and made you angry, then drink some water, think about it, and you know you don't you could at me. If you want to get some stuff off your chest, just let me know. I'll listen. I might disagree, but I'll listen. Tyranitar will now be able to learn to charge attack, brutal swing, more damage than bite or than crunch. So that's sick. Uh, Cradilly will be able to learn the charge attack, rock slide, some cooler coverage and faster coverage than. What was it? Stone Edge? Yep. So that's neat. Armaldo will be able to learn the charge attack liquidation. Floatzel will be able to learn the charge attack liquidation. You see how I just moved on by those? The two that were irre- irrelevant? Yeah. Uh, Driftblim will now be able to learn the charge attack mystical fire. It's like icy wind, but... Fire. Fire. <laughs> fire. <laughs> It's just Driftblim with a lighter. <laughs> uh, I'm scared. Driftblim with a bick. <laughs> Driftblim <laughs> with a bick in each tentacle. Uh, the chuckles I'm in danger meme <laughs> underneath. I could see that being uh, real bad. It's holding the lighter underneath itself. It's like, ah. <laughs> just holding them all out forward. Snover will now be able to learn the fast attack leafage. Abomasnow will also be able to learn the fast attack leafage. Probopass will be able to learn the charge attack zap cannon. Hey guys. It's not boom burst. It's a discount rigid, uh, rigid, rigid, rigid steel, rigid metal. 
He tra- <laughs> Heatran will now be able to learn the Charge Attack Earth Power. Samrot will be able to learn the Charge Attack Liquidation. Why didn't they bundle all of the Liquidation Pokemon together? Because this is, this is a lot. I think it's by Dex entry. Though. Yeah, I was going to say, these are by Dex. Yeah. Good. I mean, good for them. They they know the order. Um, Whimsicott will be able to learn the Charge Attack Seed Bomb. It got buffed and nerfed, uh, but now Whimsicott can learn it. So neat. I believe it can also learn Fairy Wind, so Whimsicott might just be better-ish. Somewhat. It's trying to be relevant, and I applaud its effort. Caracosta will now be able to learn the Charge Attack Liquidation. Amoga will now be able to learn the Charge Attack Broken. Sorry, Acrobatics. <laughs> Electro, we're not done. I'm sorry. Electros will now be able to learn the Charge, charge Attack Liquidation. Which is neat, because it beats the ground, even though it should have levitate from the main series games and be immune to ground, but now it's not. But now it has a move to cover the ground. And a move that will shake all of Little Cup forever and for always. Litwick will now be able to learn to charge attack Mystical Fire. And a move that will change absolutely nothing. Beartick will now be able to learn the charge attack Liquidation. Rowlet, Dartrix, and Decidueye, that is the owl bird starter from Alola, will now all be able to learn the fast attack leafage. Primarina will now be able to learn the charge attack disarming voice, so we don't have to worry about the moonblast nuke. It'll have something a little faster. Fomantis and Lorantis will both be able to learn the fast attack leafage. Colossopod will be able to learn the charge attack liquidation, which is good for it. And Ursaluna will be able to learn the Charge Attack Ice Punch, which covers its ground or its uh, grass weakness. So good for it. Neat. There's a lot of updates here. Some of them are relevant, and we've kind of already covered that. Jesse. Yes. Uh, what is the coolest update, and why is it Driftlim? Um, I'm sorry, but it's not. You just couldn't go with it, could you? Uh, I mean, what's it your sounds f- like it's a lot of hot air. <laughs> He's giving me the just the blinking eyes meme. <laughs> that dude's on an F one podcast, and I do enjoy his his uh, knowledge base. It is great. That's Drew Scanlon, everybody. The blinking eyes meme dude is is Drew Scan. I'll pull it up for you. Uh, so what's your favorite move update while I look up this meme? Uh, well, favorite versus <laughs> what I think is going to uh, shake so everything up. I want your favorite and I want your thing that's going to shake things up. Okay. Let me pull up the list here that I sent because I haven't memorized everything yet. Let's see. Discord. Do you know by leaving Discord, you're going to an external website that we have no control over? No. I want it zoomed in. Can we get it bigger, please? Can I get the meme, but bigger? I want just the biggest. I think, honestly, my favorite's Quagsire. Okay. I've liked Quagsire for a long time. I'm glad it's becoming more relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, Clefable is also going to be big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, faster. that meme. <laughs> That's what yeah. you did. I just want I want it that's not big enough. I that's need a full said. screen. I can you not do that <laughs> right now? <sighs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> but yeah, I think Clefable is my favorite. They gave a lot of love to Lola, uh, to uh, Kanto Pokemon this update, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Like, who if you are someone that uses Golduck in competitive, at me, at good, Battle Science, good show you. us. Yes, I love it. Do it more. Golduck or Armaldo? I do think right uh, Armaldo. Like that's a, such a weird, such a weird pick. Mm-hmm. But I think honestly, uh, a slash and Dugong are going to shake up the core mm-hmm. of Great League. Dugong has many more options in coverage and is already stupidly bulky. And a slash with having access to Shadow Claw or Powdered Snow. Mm-hmm. And the shadow variant as well is going to really be interesting moving forward. I do agree with some people that are saying fighting type and counter type uses are going to be much more prevalent, mm-hmm. but that just opens the door for more counter checks. I mean, Clefable and Wigglytuff have both been fringe. Yeah, for picks, sure. So both of those getting buffs are going to help it. So. Uh, my coworker and I were talking about these updates today. Um, Giraffe Rig could become unique with Double Kick and Psychic Fangs Thunderbolt. So, say that again? Sorry. So Giraffe Rig could become big with Double Kick, Psychic Fangs, and Thunderbolt. They said that the Shadow variant probably performs much better than the regular. But Are you, you saying know. in competitive? Yes. I don't know if Giraffe I mean, really would. Look how Double performed. It's, it's a spice thing. pick, sure, but it's not going to like hit the. I don't, I don't think know. it's going to hit the meta that hard. We'll have to see because something with Thunderbolt and pretty decent charge rate to get to it. Hmm. I'm looking at Togetic in Innocent Cup just because I wanted to see what its moves was. It is has a hundred percent consistency in its performance as ranked by PV Poke. But it is bulky defensive with low shield pressure. But that's with, I think, extra sensory is what its current options are. Hidden power flying is what they recommend. And then ancient power on aerial ace. But you put fairy wind on as a fast move for it. And I think that shield pressure probably doesn't get like crazy shield pressure. But it certainly would perform better. Mm -hmm. And especially with the Togetic Community Day happening somewhat recently the chance you have a good one for Great League is probably pretty high. So that's that's a nice move update. I don't know if that shakes the fairy Pokemon that are available, but that that's I think one of my my high tier updates. Um can we talk about Amolga? Can we talk about how disgusting acrobatic acrobatics is? I mean, it makes it fit its role. It's fast and powerful. Mm-hmm. So, previous moves, Thundershock, Quick Attack, both are gross. Fast Charge. Then it has Discharge, Aerial Ace, and Thunderbolt. It will now get Acrobatics, which I believe buffs it? No, Acrobatics is just a big nuke damage. But it's quick, because it's uh... a three-bar, isn't it? Kind of, sort of. No, it's not. It's energy ball level. At acrobatics. Jump pluff with acrobatics. 
that's right, it's a one bar. It's showing a one bar on gyms and raids. And in trainer battles, it's a one bar. But I want to say you can get to it pretty quick. You can, especially so, with fast charge moves like that. Yeah, so that's going to be kind of gross. You throw discharge, and you throw acrobatics, and you have two nukes. You have oh. two big damage moves. Discharge is spammy, not <laughs> nuke. Okay, well, then I get all of my electric type moves mixed up. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Thunderbolt's the big one. Yeah, the, I mean, it's gross. It gets grosser. I, I, it gives I, a better I, alternative. Mm. It it won't show up and play Pokemon, but in all of these side these side uh, tournaments, I think it's going to be one to not skip over. Yeah. I like the Decidueye buff. I like the Primarina buff. It's interesting we don't get a Incineroar buff here, but I think it's just Incineroar's I, got a pretty good kit as it is, and I don't think we will see it really not until it gets community day yeah even then i don't think it's going to perform it's going to be kind of like chestnut where it's kind of chestnut and greninja where the dark hurts it more than helps it Mm -hmm. the primarina gets a lot better i think it's what waterfall and charm yep and then you switch moon blast for disarming voice and you have something a little bit more something that doesn't rely a nuke Mm mm-hmm so, good, 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 good. It's a lot. It's a lot. Not all of it is relevant, but not all of it has to be relevant currently. So, it's good to see. All right. We're going to go quickly over the Hidden Gems update here before we skip over to other big stuff that's not updates. June content update for Hidden Gems. Shadow Articuno will show up in June 10th in Shadow Raids. We have already talked about the Lake Spirits showing up in Raids until the middle of June. Nihiligo will show up June 15th through June 29th. Uh, it will also be also have its Shiny unlocked. Heatran will show up in between June 29th and July 6th. Research breakthroughs, complete field research to unlock research breakthrough encounters with one of the following Pokemon. They have mixed up the bundle of Pokemon that you can pull from. So Sableye, Beldum, Audino, Furfro, Gumi, and Noibat are here. It's interesting that we see two that have already had a community day, but three that have not had Megas released yet in Sableye, Beldum, and Audino. All three will have Megas release at some point. Furfro is continuing to be in here. Its shiny has, from what I've seen, been pretty rare. Yeah. But it has spawned in the wild, so I, I'm not... I don't hate it, but I don't love it. And then Gumi is here. We'll have a community day. It won't be this June. We'll probably see it in the slot that Noibat took. What was that? Beginning of this year? Late last year? Yep. So we'll probably see Gumi because I want to say in that generation we had both Axew and Gumi. Or is it Axew and Noibat? No. We had two pseudo-legendaries in one particular gen. So we'll probably see it slot in as well. It might wait until next June potentially but we'll see a community day we'll probably see the shiny release probably for probably for go fest 
considering we have Axew and we'll probably see Axew's community day this month. Right. So, in fact, we should probably be seeing an Axew community day announcement here within the next couple of days. So, <sighs> prepare yourselves. Get all of your Pokeballs and catching items ready. Right. Uh, <laughs> Mega Raids, June 1st to June 20, or Ju- June 1st to June 15th, Mega Swampert, so two weeks. Mega Sceptile from June 15th to June 29th. I will try and do those. A new Mega from June 29th to July 6th. I don't know. Have they said what event is going to be going on June 29th? Uh, maybe the Shadow and Fire one. Okay. Dark and Fire. There is a... So, Dark Megas we don't have is Sableye. Um... Fire we don't have is Camerupt. The one I'm hoping for is Lucario. I don't think we'll get it then, but we'll probably get it this season because it's in the little cinematic thing that they released. So, events. Oh, Dark Flames. There it is. Dark Flames from June 29th to July 2nd. Searching for Gold Research Day, June 3rd. Water for Festival, Beach Week, Spotlight Hour, June 6th. Water Festival, Beach Week from June 6th to June 12th. June Community Day, June 10th, from 2 to 5. Solstice Horizons plus Team Go Rocket Takeover, June 16th to June 25th. Dark Flames from June 29th to July 2nd, and that is the end of June's events. Again, Raid Hours, Uxie, Mesbert, Azelf, the 7th and the 14th, and Nihiligo will be on the 21st and the 28th. Spotlight Hours after the um what are they called the crab event <laughs> the crab on june 6th we'll see binnacle on june 13th with two times candy for catching pokemon sunkern june 20th two times candy for transferring pokemon and do do duo two times xp for evolving pokemon on june 27th whole lot of new stuff coming out whole lot of things things and stuff i do like the concept of having um multiple pokemon for one spotlight hour but that also deludes if you're looking for a specific one for a shiny of it i think it's a novel idea i appreciate that they're not doing it for all of the spotlight hours yeah um it's kind of similar to the research breakthrough where they have diluted the pool of research breakthroughs yeah that's something i saw that announcement today and i'm just like Pepperidge Farm remembers when those used to be legendaries. Yeah, I'm not in love with the concept, but I also don't hate it entirely. I mean, it'll segue into what we'll talk about here in a little bit, but it, you know, it was a unique way to get legendaries for people that couldn't raid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that brings up a great point. So, the next bit of stuff we'll talk about here. And I'm going to hit the button so that we get a new time code. Because we should. As we talk about Zoe Two Dots. When was this? Yesterday. Released a video. About an hour and a half long. Um, that was an interview with the Pokemon Go game... Pokemon Go's di- director? Game director? <laughs> yep. I don't remember what his title is. Let me just go to his Twitter and see what he says. Director, Pokemon Go, live game at Niantic Labs. Uh, Go Battle League Addict X uh, PlayStation. Um, um, 
This is, uh, before we get into it, a personal request. Uh, Michael Starenka, if you want to talk battling and want to be on the podcast, uh, you probably won't hear this, but I would be down to talk Pokemon Go battle mechanics and and play Pokemon and what your strategies are on getting good because apparently he's gotten to legend every season where where I scrub Lord don't play it because I'm just not excited enough and just can't put myself through the competition and rage quitting and I see your experience and I'm like I don't want that well you shouldn't take my experience into consideration I go too hard I don't know but hey if he wants to talk PvP uh, and be on the podcast, then that would be neat. I would be totally down with it. And if I have to submit a list of questions to PR uh, for confirmation that we can bring him on and, and not be absolute, um, I don't know, butts to him, then I will do that. You know, I'll put in the work. We'll we'll do it. We'll make it happen. Um, I think that would be cool. But besides kissing. Kissing some um, rear end um, at Niantic to, to potentially have him on a podcast in the future. Um, he had a Q&A session about an hour and a half long. I was listening to it. I wasn't watching it. So I don't know if there were cuts there. I don't know if it was one full long video, if it was an hour and a half Q&A session. It, it was, was definitely cut. Okay. So then it might have been a bit longer, but the video itself is an hour and a half of questions and answers. Questions from Zoe Two Dots. And the community um, that she brought in from Twitter. Excuse me. Um, For Michael, uh, questions generally answered. Some basically saying, hey, I can't answer that because there's things coming down the pipeline that I can't comment on, etc. So (sighs) I listened to all of it. Jesse, you listened to all of it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Top level thoughts. What do you think? (laughs) <laughs> you you and I have, uh, after talking with you briefly before the show, you and I have different overall thoughts, but I think we both come to the conclusion that this was actually, it was nice that a conversation happened. I, I think baseline, I will say, I appreciate the fact that they took the time out to do this. He traveled to Australia to have this interview and to play Mewtwo raids with... Uh, people in Sydney, so that's cool. I I I appreciate that. I think I appreciate this more than I appreciate the. What was the? Who did he do an interview with? I want to say it was. Well, the game company. Dot Esports, I think, yeah. did an inter did asked him for a couple of questions, and then they gave a blog. And then they, yeah, they put up the post about it, but it was like really not. It was basically we hear the comments from Hear Us Niantic and we're not going to do anything about it. And that was what came out of it. And that was not not received very well, not received very well. And I wonder if this was in part of maybe we should do that thing that's personal, do that, but better. Yeah. You know, Um, and this was definitely better. So um, I'm sorry again. Ask your question. What was it? So I'm recommending people go. This is like required listening. Go listen to it, or go listen to it for yourself. Take your own opinions before listening to us. I would say go listen to it, come back, and then 
we'll share our we'll share our thoughts you know we'll and if we're not talking on a particular point that you want us to talk about yell at us through your tv screens i know i do that when i'm listening to podcasts everyone's listening to their phone well yell into the void as (laughs) you're like why aren't you talking about this statement that he said why i was like i mean i'm sorry maybe we'll talk about it next episode i don't know well we can tweet Tweet at us and we'll respond or something if you are angry that we're not talking about a particular point. But top level, what did you think of the interview? I'm glad they did it. Okay. And? I mean... Pull pull opinions (laughs) out of him. (sighs) On a personal level for myself, I see it from the business side. I see it from the player side. I I don't want to pull a Bryce and just pull all the negative out of this. Mm-hmm. I try to hope and cling that there's still some semblance of honesty and I want this game to survive, but on the same note, it's really hard. Like... Part of me wants to be that narcissist that just says, yeah, burn, die, burn. But the other side's like, I've been doing this for seven years. Give me something to run with. Give me something to pull me in. I think my response to your thought is that this is the game's director and not a PR person giving this interview. So I think there's he has. He comes through this interview as having hope and just excitement for things to come um and is listening to the feedback and has in in places where he says we don't have plans to do that or we aren't doing that we aren't aren't going to do something or it's not on the roadmap and i'm not these aren't direct quotes but these are inferences from pulling nuggets out where he where he says certain things the overall the overall atmosphere of the response was hey i'm excited for this niantic as a company or the the dev team on this is excited for this we're still working on this this isn't something that i think the the game itself has to be in the in in no small part in the back of my mind the last couple of weeks i have been considering this game is just going to get pulled this game is just going to st- cease to exist at some point. And this is like the beginning of the end. This interview flips that thought on its head in my mind of, it's no, the, this game's going to continue. The, the game's PV- going to continue, but it's going to be from a new perspective. We're the Whatever new features, uh, whether they continue the overall excitement or pivots the game in a way that's different than, say, you know how PvP pivoted, a part of the community, the game is going to continue. I think they have plans, and corporate above them could change it at any point in time. We've seen it before in 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 video games, in in corporate, in everything else, in tech. We've seen it before. We'll see it again a million times. Corporate could then say at the uh, snap of the fingers, "Hey, we're going to close shop. We're laying a bunch of people off." We don't like that we're not making enough money. Well, right. realistically, they don't say that last part, but you know, we're closing up. Corporate could say that at any point in time. 
but the game's director, the the head of the operation there for Pokemon Go within Niantic is excited, hopeful, and it sounds like the rest of the team is. And that, I think, enough is... That communication, I think, needs to be... It needs to be put out, I think, a little bit more, to be honest. Like, officially. Like, us as a community can be as pissed off and jaded as we have been for as long as we have been. But I think we do need a reminder every once in a while that there is going to be continued support for this game. They want it to be better. Like, they recognize that there's issues. They want it to be better and that they're going to continue working on it. They don't They don't want to stop. They don't have... They, the developers themselves, the team itself, doesn't have plans to stop. Now, Pokemon Company International or the Pokemon Company or Niantic Corporate could have di- a different idea. Who knows? But... So the one thing... I wanted to talk about that affects me the most personally, I think. I mean, maybe not so much personally, but the comment of that he made during the interview of Pokemon Go isn't a main series game. You are, if you want the stay at home experience, play those. I think more or less is what they said. Yes. And then to add on top of that, the fact that legendaries are supposed to be rare. They're supposed to be something that you don't just get hundreds of with what hap- the repercussions of these remote raids. People were going out and wailing these raids. Two thoughts. One, mm-hmm. you're right. It isn't a main series game. It's not something where we can sit and cultivate one specific Pokemon that we've caught to be the very best. So we have to keep spending money to keep rolling the dice to get these RNG numbers. But you don't have to spend money. You can do free to play. Not on legendaries. Not on legendaries. But so and in that sense, if we want to be able to be the very best, we need to have the most option chance to get the very best. It's so that one that point in particular is complicated. So similar to what we were talking about as far as Shadow Mewtwo, you don't need to have the Hundo for it to be better than all the other Pokemon that are in the game. Currently. Correct. So striving to be like the the, the if we want to go to the opening, the American opening for the original Pokemon uh, anime, um, something about striving to be the very best like no one ever was. It's striving. Ash took 20. I don't want to say that getting the, the Hundo legendary Pokemon should take as long as it took Ash to be a champion. It shouldn't take 20 years, but... And do you even need, absolutely critically need, the Hundo Pokemon? Yes. It's a mental block. I mean, I'm guilty of it, too. I haven't done several Megas because I don't have the Hundos. If they were to introduce some method that would allow me, through time, to make it so that I could take a 10-10-10 into a 15-15-15... And I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I do not disagree. Because if I want to play the main games for hunting perfects and having the best competitive team, I'll do that in the main series. I don't disagree. And I, there there are g- tiny gripes. There are pain points. There are awkward things as far as the like legend, like just even legendaries, let alone raids as a mechanic or IVs as a mechanic within Pokemon Go. I agree. But I 
don't think that necessarily has to be the 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 how dare you remove re- remote raids how dare you remove infinite amount how dare you charge me a dollar for these like you can just do a couple of free ones and have one you don't like ma- master league performance can come down to i fees and does and and ivs can be the difference in in pvp right but, but it doesn't have to be and it shouldn't be so maybe maybe it's less of but that also hurts because i can't farm 296 xls for legendaries i can't perform in those leagues now i mean but neither can everyone i mean there's people that use other methods you can spoof and cheat sure but those should be banned and they're working on those you and i have seen somebody that was like oh look check out my screen has the spoofing thing gets banned within what was it a a couple of hours so it's one of those things of like there's progress being made on those like that's continuing to happen it's not like they're entirely neglecting the people that are breaking terms of service so there are other ways like sure there are other ways there's phone swings etc how in the ever in the world do you moderate that i don't know that's not that's a a whole other thing and i mean the argument could be made maybe i'm just looking this this because I've grown on the main series games too much as a competitive. It's, so going back to your other point, that's less raids and legendaries. And I get like the, they want, so they want to make legendaries rare. And that's a, in a, a, a collection game like Pokemon go, where it almost behooves you to have more than one. Whereas in like the main series games, you only, only ever, get one. You only ever get one, and that's in legendaries. And you only ever need one of each of the Pokemon anyway, because it registers in your decks. And then, you, if you need better ones, in the past you would breed, which you can't do in Go. You would breed, get the be- the perfect, and then remove all of the rest of them because you don't need multiples. Correct. And then, in other instances, it it you just don't need that many whereas in go you need that one many. for great league you need one for ultra league you need one for master league you need one for little cup potentially you have legacies and non-legacies you have and, it, and it's it's a different format so the concept that legendaries need to be rare is something that could be debated i don't know if that's the 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 approach there could be different and it would improve the game state and the 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 I want to say the vibe of the game because that's not quite the you know the same gravitas that I'm looking for, but like it would change the game state and remove pain points and increase the overall happiness with the game. There needs to be something slightly different with with that approach. Sure, I could agree with that. Now, the first other point you brought up and something that I sent to you. That was, and how did I say it? Uh, 20, 21 minutes or so into the interview. And I don't remember what the question was. But Michael Stranka says that Go is made for you to go outside. If you wanted to stay home, there are other ways of engaging. More or less, there are other ways of engaging with the Pokemon franchise, be it other games, etc. Um, so that's, you know, the main series games like Scarlet and Violet, 
that's Pokemon Unite, that's the Pokemon TCG. You could watch the anime. You, there's there's all of these other things. I'm not necessarily putting words in his mouth, but he said there's other ways of engaging in the franchise in the franchise at home, more or less. Pokemon Go is meant to be played outside, which is not necessarily different from what has been said out outside of Niantic. Niantic has said the game is based on exploration, discovery, and going out. So the what was it? Three pillars were something like community, exploration, and something else, and I don't remember what. <laughs> there was there was another point there, um, but it wasn't all that. It wasn't stay at home and play the game. Yeah, and that's one of the points that he he says there was you know the game was being played at home a lot, and that's not what they intend for Go to be, and it's more or less a statement of Pokemon Go is. And and I I was wrestling with it earlier today of saying Pokemon Go is ableist. And I don't want to say that it shouldn't be ableist because or I no, let me rephrase that. Pokemon Go is ableist. The conversation you and I had with JMR when they did the changes it was a handful of weeks back. Go listen to that episode. I'll pull up the, what the title was um, here in a moment. But the the conversation we had there was pretty spot on as far as what our our thoughts were of of Niantic and doing this change, basically saying we're not going to support the people that play it at home. We're going to try and force people to go out. It's it's uh, what was it? It was ignorantly ableist. Yes, non malicious. It's non malicious ignorant like. Uh, ableism it they're not they're not doing like a middle finger and swearing at people and saying if you can't get off the couch don't play our game they want people to play their play the game they want people and in the conversation we're saying you know rural players players with disabilities that was brought up and it is something that they are looking at and wanting to make improvements on but the game as it is standing currently, they can't you get separate a, the two. You get a better experience from going out and moving as much as possible, going out to better spots with more spawns, moving farther, moving faster, be it walking, biking, driving, to get to different locations, to uh, ex- explore, I put that in quotes, different locations um, more thoroughly. Um, more exp- um, with with haste, etc. So it's Parker. Where was it? Oh, uh, episode one hundred. The remote raid update at thirty six minutes in. The yes, I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling at this point. I don't think I'm like solid on a point at, at at this point. I'm not sure. It's a really good interview and it's complicated and there are points where and it was leading up to that 21st minute talking about how Pokemon Go, you know, 
is is better played outside and and uh, people with fully functioning bodies will have a better experience or have the experience that they desi- they they they've designed the game for and that people that you know can't and I'm putting words in his mouth that are not the quotes so go listen to it if you haven't already you should have listened to the interview first before we started talking about it what have you done <laughs> the the Pokemon Go at the end of the day is a collection challenge meets fitness tracker. But they want it to be more than that. But polymorphed. Well, they're going to be making it more than that with, I mean, PVP already brings it above what that is. Let alone. I did find it interesting. Raid battles was a half step above what it was. PVP brings it a full step, if not two steps above, you know, so I will challenge meets that. I will give credit where it is due. Uh, he did mention that if you were to go back and look at 2016 for what we have in terms of accessibility for all players now, uh, you have the Daily Incense, you have the Rocket Balloons. You still have remote raids, even though they're limited and a little bit more expensive. The availability and utility that is there for any level of play has greatly increased from 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, the awareness of the game is known too because Zoe mentions when she went to one of the competitions the other play Pokemon formats are like oh look here comes the tap tap game and Zoe had you know Zoe's not big and competitive but she told those same people hey go watch the finals and if you're not entertained I'll give you ten dollars and she said you know their opinion changed it's like oh there's more strategy than just tap tap but that's the ongoing joke is the competitive side of that, I don't think, will be ever taken as seriously as the other two. And I think that's something, and, and it might not be something that Michael Stranka, if you know, say he does come on a Pedal Science podcast, um, he himself would be able to to answer. So if it's somebody else that's you know head of PvP or or however in the world, um, maybe a play Pokemon representative would be able to better, you know, explain and talk about what their kind of approach is to grow Pokemon Go as in the play Pokemon format because having been to at least two regionals and realistically just watching any of the streams it is significantly now it is a fledgling portion of the play Pokemon formats in in regionals but it is absolutely minuscule when it comes to participation versus tcg and vgc oh yeah so dwarfed in numbers you see not that you don't see repeated entries in vgc and tcg across you know the greater u.s you also see you just see consistently less people so in in each regional as compared to the other two and again it's pvp with this is year two of the play pokemon format for pvp for go for for go whereas tcg and vgc has been going on since 20 years now not the play pokemon circuit no okay no it's been a little less than that i think it's been around 10 15 okay but it's been they've been around so now i can understand you know we're not going to see pokemon go numbers that huge no but i think those numbers need those need numbers need to go up. That and that engagement needs to go up. I think you said it best when we were in Vancouver or Portland. Sorry. The 
entertainment value isn't as there as it is with the TGC or VGC. Mm -hmm. It's the golf moments, I think, is what you said. Yeah, and I think, but I think we see some of that with TCG and VGC as well. Although, I think the VGC format, and maybe it's just a matter of they've had years to refine VGC's format, that it is less. Um, Is that because Pokemon's a play or a turn-based game? It can't be chaotic or eruptively wild like other FPS or even Unite. Or even, I mean, there's it. I mean, you're not wrong there. Where you're, you're, you're. What are they called? Like, because you always moments. You always mentioned the Halo series. The yeah the the Halo Pro series has. You're right. Like the first person shooters will have like a, a a more active engagement, and I think it's the the Halo and all of those others. One of the big parts I see there, and we're like way tangenting off of this interview, <laughs> is they're team based. So human instinct and tribalism will attach ourselves to a team and root for that team ride or die so you have that like level of an extra level of engagement that you know unite has but none of the rest of the play pokemon circuit has right so i'd love to see more unite in these like the, the unfortunate thing is both of the venues we were at for play pokemon both vancouver and portland are at max capacity without unite yeah. how in the world are they going to fit unite unless they get bigger venue like bigger spaces and in even each then venue. that's a team that has to travel that's an entire team that has to travel it's a nightmare you what they i think are doing is online tournaments which makes sense yeah and then the top performers get shipped out get get sent to worlds smart it's smart yeah financially and everything so the i guess to reel it back into the interview what were your favorite takeaways my i think it's the i I honestly think the the communication there was very important. I it I I personally went at it at f or came away from that interview face value. Again, Michael's excited uh for is is excited for the game, excited for things to come. The team is excited on what they're working for uh, working with Pokémon and excited for things to come. That's great. That that is something that outside of there is just vocal it's the vocal minority on Twitter. It is That was another good point. It is anger and it is pessimism and it is all over the place and I needed some of that positivity. I'm I'm going to divorce myself from being absolutely angry. I mean, I'm not that person. I'm not that that person on Twitter that's really disappointed, I'll see, okay, this is Niantic just taking L's just all over the place, just a bunch of L's, bunch of losses, bunch of mess-ups and everything. But at the end of the day, like, they're still working on it. Like, we're still getting updates. We're still getting content. It's not like they're just like, well, <laughs> things have kind of sucked for the last three months, so we're just going to kind of give up. Like, they're not they're not doing that. Um, so I needed, I think I needed to hear that from someone something within Niantic and I appreciate that it was a human face delivering that information and not just a blog update um, though the blog updates are you know 
would be helpful too. Um, to be fair, the blogs though are emotionless. It's words on a page. <sighs> Currently, but they could be different. They could be better. I I will go back but to having Destiny. that human voice and interaction. Right, you can feel the right. But I'll go to Destiny and Bungie with their um, weekly updates. But they're also a better company because of that. But that doesn't mean that Niantic can't take the format of having not even a weekly update. It could be a monthly update as written by somebody that's just a patch couple of pages saying notes. basically that has a couple of patch notes. Hey, we're really excited for this thing coming. Um, here's a reminder of the things that are happening next week because those are actually out public that we can talk about. We're working on other features. Those are coming soon, TM. Just a reminder. And then just, you know, Michael Stranka down at the bottom or something. Or literally anybody else that's part of the team. Um, maybe a photo or two. So you're two just wanting more communication. Fan. I just... Something. Yeah, that's like that's 98% not, of the community. Right, but I think everyone is hung up on the... What happened to the dev diaries or whatever. That's only a few people. Yeah, at this point. And that was another thing that was addressed here in this in this discussion that... The, the, it became the more, dev diaries was more work and they weren't what the community they, they recognized it wasn't what the community was looking for in what they were doing um, and the community wasn't engaging with them at the same time so they stopped doing them I mean it was nice to see the artists and doing the things that they do but people were looking more so for answers for issues with the game and they're just you're not going to get those there no those those that's not the place that you're going to get them you're no, going to get them the in patch notes page. yeah that's the known issues page it's the patch <laughs> notes etc so yeah i it's a very solid interview and something that i mean it's not necessarily in his job description to go out and talk you know every 6 months to a year but it's very refreshing to hear at this point so that was very big. I'm glad that you are excited for it. I I ex excited, no. Hopeful, yes. I'm glad that you're optimistic. I am optimistic. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um because I'm not taking it at like there are points where he had to basically say I can't talk about that. And that's because his job's on the line and if he breaks NDA, he loses his job. And realistically, we lose from that interview a pretty reasonable dude heading Pokemon Go. So I'd rather him not break NDA as much as I don't like the whole speak of I, I just can't talk about that right now. Like there there you could you could realistically rephrase that sentence in a way that feels less gross because it feels kind of gross when it comes out of a human's mouth. It's very canned. It's very pre-written. It's very lawyer. Um, which, like, again, I understand. But you could rewrite that statement or or change up that the wording of that statement anytime you have to say it so it feels less robotic. Um, but that's, like, nitpicky of, like, okay, we understand. Like, there's not a whole lot, you know. And realistically, like, I, I get he's like, I can't confirm or deny because then there's speculation. Let people speculate. Let people get f weird. I, what's the worst that could happen? They don't get what they want? That happens every day. <laughs> it's called life. It's unfair. 
God, if I got everything I wanted, I'd be rich. And, Would that be and everything, everything you want? There's a lot of other things I want, and I won't go into them here on this podcast. <laughs> it's a long list, and some of it is explicit. A perma buzz would be nice, at least for me. I think my synopsis of everything that was said in this interview, and I will quote Michael Starinka: "Actions speak louder than words." Um, yeah, and we might fingers crossed. I, I mean, we, I could be reading into the whole hidden gems background of having the map and the little dashed line following paths if we see what the paths feature is like in the game this season i think that's a step in the right direction of hey they're working on something i don't know if we see contests this season it's been data mined but i don't know if we see contests if we see is it the paths feature i don't remember exactly routes. What it's called. routes if we see routes this season it's so fitting it would work just beautifully i mean and that's that's what we need to see. I think one of the big things here is the move update. And he said the the not it's not specifically the boom burst, but the lack of the move update last season was something that I don't want to say like he took personally. But was <laughs> I took that personally. I it's it's not necessarily like that meme, <laughs> but like it seemed like they're aware. This move update is no small move update. In fact, I'd have to go back and look at the previous ones. This might be the biggest move update we've ever gotten. No, it's not. It's not. No. It feels like it's one of it's up there. It is up there. Now, as far as overall impact on the meta, maybe a little less. But as far as the um two new moves and like twenty things that get them. Twenty things that get either new moves or existing moves. Yeah. Is not a small amount. So you know that aspect does feel like it was finely tuned. If if it took them all last season plus this to do that, I'm fine missing one season one season of if, moves. I, just I think, tell us you're working exactly. on Exactly. It. it could just be, hey, we're gonna up we're we're adding a couple, but we're leaving the rest as we're working on balance. Like that's I'm fine with it's that. a single sentence. It's a single sentence. Put it in the put it in the, the seasonal update. That's all I need to know. Like we're all gonna be disappointed, but we're all gonna say three months. Tears of the Kingdom example. Six years waiting. Yeah. No one's complaining. No one's com- you just say, Hey, we're working on it. Oh, hey, by the way, we're gonna delay it a year, but we're working on it. And like afterwards they're just like, Yeah, we had it done a year ago, but we just wanted a bug fix. And it's like Cool. Great. It plays fantastic. I run into a bug, but like it plays fantastic. Just say, hey, uh, like they're they're data mined. Like there's new moves, but we we're gonna wait a season. Like with what that's it's just a single sentence. Stranko said in the interview, you know, the beginning of 2022, PvP wasn't great, performance wise. Uh huh. It's not great now, but it's, it's not, better. It's not perfect, but it's better. Yeah, and that's that's something that, you know, again, like a single sentence is just like, hey, we know. Like, a lot of people are going to be like, I want a whole paragraph. I want an essay written on my desk by 7 p.m. tomorrow. Like, okay, calm down, first of all. They don't know you anything. We're humans. We're humans, first of all. First of all, we're humans. Second of all, they know. Third of all, uh, they don't owe you anything. You're not You're not getting a full essay written by, you know, Niantic devs saying, you know, move update Get or whatever. Get the AI bot to write it. No, don't do that. Do not do that. Don't. How? How dare you? How dare you? It will be. Con- it will be so confidently wrong 
You have no idea. Oh, but it will start. Be delicious. It'll start talking about poison status, and and burns, and held items, and none of that will come into the game, because it'll be that wrong, Maybe. and it won't care. Um, no, for the love of all that is holy, don't do that. Um, I think so. Your point of action speak louder than words. I think this is a, a step. The 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 move update. PvP the wise, action that was taken it. for the interview is noted. Yes, this this has been. I think if we see within this season, if we see routes, um, so fitting. It would be so fitting as far as far as the 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 vibe of this season so far. Um, that's been that's been released. I think it would Chef's kiss. It'd be beautiful. I don't know if we see it because uh, dev times things take a long time to make. I don't know how big their team is. One of the things that was brought up during this interview was, you know, uh, are you guys like growing? Are are your team members being taken away for other dev projects? And the answer is no, which makes sense. It's only intelligent as far as teams. People could maybe shift around. People aren't being assigned a, a development project within Niantic. People can move to another development project like internally if they want to. That is not unheard of in the tech sector. They did confirm they're not taking they're, people they're from not, Go. Niantic itself is not assigning people to different projects, which is only intelligent. That is the the smart, not the smart thing to do, but the only reasonable thing to do. The they're saying that the 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 question then elaborated to are they like growing or whatever, and they're like, well, there's the, the job page, and it's like. All right, a corporate Niantic could be laying people off as we speak. Like, we don't know that, and they won't confirm that, so who knows? Like, that's kind of a... It's an oddball question to respond with. It's an oddball question with an oddball response of, our job page has listings, so, like, obviously we're growing. But, like, Niantic, again, could be firing people as we speak. Which means you could be hiring, but you could be losing significantly more people over time. They could be doing it's, like what most corporate America is doing now: hire someone for six months and then cut them. That was something they referenced on not the QA, but the community gathering of questions and stuff. Like that team, like refreshes or whatever. And I'm like, that sounds like you're hiring temp people. And I don't love that response. Yeah. Um. Like I get it, contract like contractors are like the backbone of like the tech sector but it's a gross way of doing it from like a labor point of view and i hate that so like anti-capitalist steven just got enraged a bit there <laughs> so you know because contract there are good ways to do contracts and then there's the way most people do contracts and that's you know uh for as long as they can do it without giving benefits etc so it's i can only hope that that's not the case um, but from the the phrasing of it, I'm like, that could be really bad, and I'm not happy about it. But like, oh, there's nothing I can do. Um, America. Well, I mean, it's beyond America at this point. <laughs> it is just capitalist society, and the only way we can really divorce ourselves from it is to burn the whole system down, or watch it collapse down on itself. One of the two. Well, we could expedite expedite the process with uh, a couple of Molotov cocktails. How do you feel about uh, two A's, anarchy and arson? <laughs> Sorry, extremist Steven's coming out. I got to uh, hold that in a little bit. <laughs> uh, let's not, you know, 
pitchforks and torches down. Yeah. The Yeah, I I I don't know. They they could have phoned it in and had a PR person. It could have been as simple as leaving the the dot esports article, you know, with with Michael's responses to those questions. They could have they could have done less. So I'm cautiously optimistic. My my life does not hinge upon Pokemon Go and its overall performance. I have been playing this game for way too long. It is now part habit of 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 life. And that was something that was kind of brought up as well was, you know, when when and it it wasn't phrased in the way that I would phrase it, which is change is hard. To humans, change is hard. We we thrive on consistency. Um, but things can't stay the same forever. And at some point, like the remote raids, having infinite the ability to do as many remote raids as possible, even at a dollar per remote raid, we build that into a habit. And then when they say, sorry, you can't have that anymore, we have to break that habit. And that's hard. <laughs> you, ha- I mean, I, it's not far off from, I mean, I'm no brain surgeon. I'm no neurological expert, but I can't imagine it's too far away from those pleasure centers shooting dopamine into your brain, um, similar to, you know, addict of, of it's it's that same, you're hitting the same thing, you're being able to do the same thing, it's that habit, it's that that cycle that allows you to, you do the thing, you get the thing, you enjoy the thing, and then you do the thing, you get the thing, you enjoy the thing again. Right. Um, it's built in. And then when they say, sorry, you can't do that anymore, and you're like, uh, uh, I'm angry because I don't get that same enjoyment. You don't. You don't get to enjoy it. Right. So it it makes sense. It, it uh, on a on a on a purely human level, it makes sense that that's. You know. I don't want to say it upsets people, but it but it hits there. So. Go listen to it. Do the thing. Okay. You see this timer. Yes, I do. Do you want to talk Innocent Cup? Just very briefly. Okay, because this is prior prior to the move update. Um, Innocent Cup is the self meta, the final self meta, meta of self metas. The final individual self.gg meta for self arena. Not factions, although I think it is used in factions. So allowed an innocent cup for June first to June thirty first, I believe. Allowed dragon, fairy, flying, psychic, and water with Arbok, Swalot, Garboder, and Dragalgy. Those are all allowed. Banned are ice, fire, poison, and steel types, along with Altaria, Galarian Articuno, Cresselia, Halucha. Lantern, Mandibuzz, Mantine, Mew, Galarian, Moltres, Noctowl, Pelipper, Pidgeotto, Pidgeot, Pidgeot, and Galarian Zapdos along with Shadows. I believe that's Shadows. It is more or less a whitelist. Six Pokemon from the large collection of Pokemon. 
PV Poke has its listings up here. Again, this is before the move updates. So, and I don't have, do you have a little graphic pointing to the different places? Nope. Okay, neither do I. Their top 10 here, according to PV Poke, again, take it with a grain of salt because this is Sims in a one shield. I think actually it is done multi-shield, but it's a little bit more complex complex in individual performances rather than team building and taking into consideration um, what's it called mind games etc oh baiting not no before then of just like having multiple of one type of pokemon to dissuade the use of another okay etc this is more just in battle performance than it is really Overall, team, individual. Comp, team comp and mind games the chess game played before the battles begin so jump luff sea king double or triple legacy sea king by the way because i don't think there's another performing sea king uh florgis dedene raichu alolan zapdos tropius swellow gross azumarill <laughs> and wigglytuff are your top 10 with the move update it wouldn't surprise me if emolga jumps up here a couple of your other fairies might jump up here. I don't know if Togetic with Fairy Wind per is going to perform that much better. Your Wigglytuff and your Clefairy are probably going to jump up here a little bit. Your I think your fairies in general, especially yes. for the limited format. Haxorus might get a little bit better here. If it gets a community move, don't know what the community move is going to be. It's going to be weak. 2 of June, June 10th. So not this weekend, but the next weekend. So we'll see. That should that announcement should be here probably tomorrow. Yep. If we're lucky. On part of the course. Yep. Tomorrow or Thursday. It would not surprise me in the slightest. Or we have to wait for the season to start, so maybe Thursday or Friday. The I don't think the update to Whimsicott Puts it higher because it already has Grass Knot. I don't know if Seed Bomb is going to be better. It might. A lot of fairies are pretty high. I think maybe Driftblim's already high, but it's Icy Wind Shadow Ball. I don't think Mystic Fire makes a whole heck of a lot of sense unless they swap Shadow Ball for Mystic Fire, but I don't know if that makes sense with Icy Wind already covering the the uh, the grass and the flying. Goodness gracious. And the dragon. Yeah, I don't think Mystic Fire makes a whole lot of cha change here. Let me see what else is eligible. Eligible. I think some water's might bump up a little bit. I don't think this turns the meta on its head, but it does spice things up a little bit. I'd have to look at some things. I don't know. What's your thoughts? Dragons are going to be very strong, but you got to watch out for the fairies. Um, it'll be interesting because we haven't heard anything from Sylph about the move changes. If anything would be straight out banned or anything. So that tells me that Sylph has always been on the up and up of what's coming down the pipeline and making sure it's fair and balanced for everyone. Mm -hmm. If they aren't immediately saying something within 24 hours of 
this announcement for a move shakeup. I think it's going to nothing's banned. Nothing nothing's going to nothing's going to pendulum swing. Mm-hmm. I think some things will be better than others because of this move adjustment, and it'll come down to who's paying, who's been paying attention or not. Um. Yeah, it's Clefable and Wigglytuff are both eligible here. Mm-hmm. Clefable gets a little bit more spammy with Fairy Wind. Wigglytuff gets Disarming Voice, so it's going to be able to hit something a little bit quicker. Yeah. Vaporeon is eligible within this meta. I don't think the addition of Liquidation makes it perform all that much better. Um, same thing with Togetic. I don't think Fairy Wind really pumps up that numbers. I believe Quagsire is eligible here. Let me double check. Yes, Quag is eligible here. Again, I don't know if Mud Bomb... I don't think this is the meta where Mud Bomb really changes anything. Um, neutral damage with Stab is solid, but with all of the grasses, yeah. I, don't, I don't think this is it. Cre- Especially with them b- outright banning limited availability or huge bulky Pokemon, mm-hmm. this will... It won't be... It won't be like some metas where it's explosive and fast, but it also is uh, dragon, fairy, flying, psychic, water. Electric isn't allowed, but there are things like the Dene. No, electric is allowed. Uh, oh, sorry. Electric is allowed because of other types. Yes. So your electric flyers and... There's not an electric psychic, is there? That I'm I not remembering. I think just search electric. Give me a second. Uh, Alolan Raichu. That's it. There's one more. Dedene is electric psychic. Dedene or electric, is electric uh, fairy. fairy. Sorry. So Dedene, Raichu, Zapdos, Amolga, Chinchow, XL, because Lantern is banned. <laughs> it's rank 73, so it's kind of, of up there, it but it's, it's not great. Rotom Wash and Oricoro Pom Pom. Oricoro is the one I'm thinking of. No, that's, fire, that's electric flying. Yeah. But... Amolga jumps up here. I see Amolga yeah, jumping up here. Yeah, I see Amolga being relevant. Yeah, because none of the others have any adjustments. So that jumps up, but there's also a little bit of additional grass. The Probo Pass isn't allowed. The Snover and Abomasnow aren't allowed. Um, Laughs and Heatran. That's not Grey League. The <laughs> Samurott. Samurott with liquid liquidation I don't think changes a whole heck of a lot. It's eligible here, but I don't think it changes a whole heck of a lot. No. Whimsicott and Caracosta, also things that I just don't think change. Um, This will be a very... Steel is outright banned, and the only poisons allowed are not great, and most of them don't have great access to poison fast moves. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if Primarina doesn't get a little better here. Water's ban- Water's available. Water is where your bulk is going to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, Primarina is not super bulky, but with it being a fairy type as well, it might actually see some better performance. Um, Dartrix and Rowlet. You're not running Rowlet. Dartrix might be slightly better. I don't remember what moves are. Let me look. Dart. Nope. Dark. Galarian Slowpoke is allowed, so we'll see that. The both of right, the but it doesn't. Ch- it, its move sets don't change. So Slowbro Kanto recently did get it got Surf. So that, that was is before, something that's going to be around though. That was before this meta was adjusted though. 
Yeah, the the PV poke rankings are going to change because of the new move update, not because of the community day. Azu's available. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't get a move update, but... But it'll be there. Yeah. Bulky, straightforward. Star Tricks. Star Tricks with Leafage. <laughs> I could run Waba Fett. You could run Waba Fett. Uh, so Dark Tricks changes Razor Leaf to Leafage, and it has Brave Bird, Seed Bomb, and Energy Ball. Tropius is allowed. It doesn't get changed as well. It doesn't get a move update. No, but I'm just looking at things that I know perform. Does it have Seed Bomb? No, it's Leaf Blade. Okay, so then that's fine. Um, Fomantis and Lorantis I don't think are eligible here. Deoxys is allowed. Great, great for it. Dude, I'm talking about the move update. I'm trying okay. to talking about what's getting changed here because of the move update okay and i don't think i don't know if the meta changes entirely from what people were already looking at i think glossopod should be available so glossopod might actually bump up here um but i think Lur let me see if Laurentis is nope i'm misspelling it l-u-r it is not eligible i think because it's bug no, it's grass. It's grass bug, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Huh. Which isn't neither of the typing. Fascinating. <laughs> so, it's the meme where, it like... I the, know, the wrestler with the thumbs up. No, it's the, the, the from the video game where the arm bends backwards because they break yeah. the bones of the... Is that a wrestler? Yeah. Okay, yeah. The, yeah, the, your, your big... Big moves, I think it's just a Molga with the move update. I don't I don't think anything else really flips the script here. Because a lot of the big changes here are the ice types and they're banned. Maybe Quagsire. Maybe, but again, I don't think my bomb changes the meta here. Togetic could get like insanely better. And I could be entirely wrong, but I don't know if it really really shoots up here in this this really odd meta. So. Since it's the last one, go crazy. Yeah. Do it. What could go wrong? What could it's go not wrong? like it's going to matter afterwards. Exactly. Which is a bummer. Um, I haven't looked into Project Zygarde. I don't know if you have. Nope. Okay. I support it. Cool. Do your thing. I should. I'll, I'll look into it um, and report back. Because um, if they're going to continue PvP, that's probably going to be have to be one of the wagons we, or one of the, no, we're a wagon. One of the things we hitch on. Yeah, one of the things that we'll have to to discuss in the future. So I haven't seen a whole heck of a lot of talk about Project Zygarde on Twitter, which kind of makes sense. But um, I will need to check out the Discord and and and, and report back. So stuff and things, things and stuff movement uh innocent cup go have fun we'll maybe have an innocent cup i'll host one and i'll tag everyone since this will be our last cup for silf road we'll do the thing for silf arena yes come join i don't want your excuses uh -huh. all excuses Let's all excuses bang all excuses paid trip thank you everybody for joining us for the battle science podcast Pokemon Go PQB podcast. We'll spit, split, hit, split, split, spit, 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 split. Banana spit. That's gross. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Are we doing an episode two weeks from now? Nope.
No? Nope. You don't want you this is the last one? For now. No. Let's do the one last one. No. Nope. We go wild in two weeks. Yes. I will do one last one in two weeks. Okay. Okay. It will be just me. Me, myself, and I'll clone myself for it. I got two weeks. I'm not a biologist, but that doesn't mean I can't try. It's me, me, and me. All right. So that's it for the Battle Science Podcast for this week. Um, he's adamant. I'm gonna I'm gonna dissuade him from it. I'll do one more because this doesn't this isn't this isn't how I want to go out. So, um, if it is in fact the last ever episode of the Battle Science Podcast, which I don't think it will be, stop being so negative, community. I see your comments. I hear you. I'm in your walls. <laughs> Along with the rats, yay. Uh, that's the uh, we don't talk about the rats they're very self-conscious <laughs> that's why they're in your walls and not on your floors that's not what happened here they have, they have so that wasn't a rat i've had multiple rodents and none of them have been rats i've had a squirrel and a ch- actually no i've had a squirrel a bird and a, and a chipmunk in my house but i've not had rats and i've had mice but they haven't been in my house One of the reasons I want to move. But none of those were rats. They were not rats. Okay. Yeah. But the reason the rats are in your walls and not on your floors is because they're very self-conscious. They're worried about their body images. Um, let's, let's not. You know. They need some positivity. They need some, you know, appreciate them. Uh, sorry. Yes. Um thanks for listening to this episode of the battle science podcast i will be back in two weeks with a send-off thing something maybe it's only an hour maybe it's only 20 minutes i don't really care um but i want something a little bit different than um you know nate not that the conversation we had was negative but i don't i want better i want i want i we should do a tipsy episode Okay. He's not against it. I think we got him. I think we got him, everybody. All right. With that, um, go to the discords, the Twitters, uh, play Pokemon. Don't give up. It's not. It's not the end of the world, everybody. We're 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 gonna be fine. Just the digital world. No, nope. Also not the end of the digital world. That's why we have the Digimon and the Digidestin. They will survive. They will. They Bye. Will. <laughs> I, I haven't even said you've activated my trap card. <laughs> and this is why we can't have nice things thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you out there on the battlefield